Welcome to Fangs for the Memories, a Buffyverse podcast that ponders, does age gap discourse apply to a relationship between a she-mantis and a high school virgin? Stay tuned. <laughs> Starting strong. <laughs> Uh, yep, that's me. Uh, I'm Kate. <laughs> I use she, her pronouns or they, them pronouns. Uh, this is Tim. I, I use they, them, and he, him pronouns. And I'm Leslie, and I use they, them, or she, her. Sweet. Um, so we thought we would start with a little vibe check um, that we have borrowed from our, I guess, our, our sister comrade podcast, uh, Bad Faith Ultra Leftists. We're part of the same so podcast network. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We're the po- same podcast family. We're not, we're not, podcast verse. An autonomous yeah. podcast collective. <laughs> Who wants to start? Uh, I, I, can, I can start. I'm actually like, right. I I was talking to, to both of y'all before the, we started recording that I took my, my cat Fitz into the vet today and I was super anxious about it because uh, it's never fun to take a, a pet to the vet and he hates it so much, um, but he's doing pretty good for an old guy. Um, he's, I'm not going to describe his conditions, but like there's one that's poop related. Classic cat. <laughs> Rut row. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Um, but, it, yeah, it was, like, kind of a chaotic, weird day overall, and I'm, like, stoked to talk about this show that I, I hold uh, close to my heart. But, yeah, vibes are good. Both vibes are, like, Aww. I'm a little, like, discombobulated, but I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. Nice. Nice. Leslie, you want to do vibes? Yeah, I, um, uh, my vibes are good. I, um... I'm starting to go into my office for the first time since I got this new job. I think I started back in March and they want me to go in once a week now. Um, so that kind of sucks. Um, <laughs> I don't ha- I don't get to like work in my underwear all day. Um, I mean, I could, I guess they would just, <laughs> they would be very perturbed by that. I imagine, but um, it's good. My, um, my good friend Eve is going to come over on Friday and we're going to hang out and watch uh, one of the best anime on the planet that just got released to Crunchyroll this week so I'm very excited about that it's called Revolutionary Girl Utena and it's gay and it's got swords and it's got ladies with swords and uh, it's fantastic and I highly highly recommend all the best things (laughs) now Kate it is incumbent upon you to declare your vibes to the world oh okay um my vibes are pretty good. Uh, I, as I will probably say like a million times, am of the spooky persuasion. Hell yeah. Um, and I have a lot of friends who are also of the spooky persuasion. Persuasion. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so Halloween will not end ever. And um, my friends had a Halloween party on Saturday. It was super fun. I went as uh, Lydia Dietz from Beetlejuice. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yes. That costume was really good, Thank by the you. way. I mean, I don't have to work that hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I've decided that I should probably wear more velvet, um, make a little bit more of an effort. I've been doing kind of like athletic goth lately because it's very, um, you know, it's easy to throw on like black leggings and a black t-shirt. Sure. I mm-hmm. should probably, I could turn it up a little bit. 
on my gothness. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Nice. Yeah. So vibes are good all around. Yeah. That's awesome. All right. Yeah. I also, I feel like I am trending more gothward in, in my agedness. Like it's like accepting (laughs) about like, it's accepting that it has always been a part of me that like, uh, it's, it's a way to sort of like own sullenness and depression and to make it like a source of strength in a, in a way. And I love that. Yeah. 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 Um, and also just like, I am like mildly jock ish. Like I, I depend upon regular, sports and sports like activities to make me not a mess of, of uh like sadness yeah and, <laughs> and so like it's nice to have the option of like yeah i could be kind of gothy and still go to the climbing gym that sounds great that actually sounds perfect for my whole yeah thing. so yeah. you just have to wear black yeah yeah which i, yeah. I do anyway because i wear, and... wear my a cab shirt <laughs> to the gym these days so yeah. nice <laughs> me too <laughs> Yeah, I love uh, I love black because it hides. I have my body has um, too many shapes. <laughs> like there's just um, I have a lot of them, a lot of different shapes, and none of them uh, are complementary to each other. Mm-hmm. But if you wear black, you just end up as one big shape, which is which is very nice. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's... a nice sculpture. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got too many circles going on. <laughs> I mean, circles. It's it's. There's a band called A Perfect Circle. So, oh, arguably, it's a it's a really good shape. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're going to be composed of a variety of them, circle is the way to go. Yeah, if you were composed of like, I don't know, a bunch of triangles, you'd rhombus, be very rhombuses. pointy and like hurdy all the time. Yeah, just really unapproachable. Yeah, circles are are very approachable it's true uh so we watched two that, that was a great transition thanks tim for that really good transition i love it uh, yeah. speaking of circles s- 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 <laughs> let's circle let's back circle to what oh! one of the podcasts oh! is. yeah so we 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 uh, uh, uh as our our raison d'etre is that a thing that is okay uh, listen, listen to and watch Buffy the Vampire uh, episodes and then talk about them. And we watched two episodes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the classic television show for this uh, podcast episode. The, the first of which is called Witch. Which I learned is <laughs> <laughs> apparently be this the whole show, huh? Good, a- good, good. I did not pick up on this uh, the first 400 times I watched this episode, but I learned it's a little bit of a play on words because which which is which. Oh. Uh, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I feel like we, we need... Uh... P- producer Tim, can you insert like a uh, an air siren for that for that uh, pun chain? <laughs> <laughs> yep, sure, I can do that. Thanks. Great. <laughs> okay, Thank great. you, producer Tim. <laughs> so, d- does someone want to like recap sort of a, a brief synopsis of this episode? Um, I have a little. I I think I looked it up on like. Uh, the Buffy wiki 
So it's ah, like a little okay. two sentence. Straight from the source. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Recap. When students start dropping out of cheerleading tryouts by spontaneously combusting, going blind, <laughs> <laughs> and losing the power of that. speech, Buffy and her posse suspect a powerful witch is in their midst. Hmm. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's very basic, but it gets very twisty at the end. It does. Which is, is so funny because, like, I I thought for sure when I first started this episode, I thought for sure, I literally, like, wrote down on my notes that I was like, Joss Whedon telegraphs his plot points so thuddingly that I, and then I stopped writing because something crazy happened that I did not expect. And I was like, oh, shit, I need to delete that. <laughs> Yeah, this this actually feels like a, a, a one of the better early episodes of the show. I, I yeah. I'm pretty confident, and like, th- there's definitely some, as we've talked about in our previous episode. Uh, there's always some things where it's like, Joss, buddy, uh, you are a problematic human with problematic ideas, <laughs> many of which are good, many of which are bad, and you suck, but also have talent. Uh, and like, and yeah, but I, I really like the way this episode kind of like sets up the weird daughter mother dynamic between yeah. the yeah the uh, putative witches. Is that a phrase that I can use? Putative? Is that a thing? I don't know. I'm bad with words. I say words and I'm like, it, is that how that's pronounced? And is that what that means? I'm just going to go with it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, and it's, it's mixed up with like the this whole kind of uh, high school ambition to be a cheerleader and that as like a mark of social acceptance. And I've never fully understood that as a thing, but I I think it's like portrayed well as sort of like a competitive thing that, that like people who are slightly weird do as a way to gain like cachet in uh, a school setting. Yeah. And, and the weird thing is like it, if you're going to do that, like if you're going to make the effort to like destroy other people's lives in order to like get a leg up, I wouldn't do it just to be a cheerleader in literally the shittiest basketball <laughs> indoor basketball arena I've ever seen on a television show. Like they're really good. Not, cheerleaders, she wasn't even so. going for like captain either. It's like just to be a cheerleader again. And I'm just like, why? Like you could, you are a witch. You could literally like cast a spell on the whole school and turn them into like dogs or something. That'd be cool. And it's like that's that what you're cool. that's what you're going with. It was so sad. It, it is it like is sad. It, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Oh no. I mean, it is sad. Like I think um, I wrote down like uh, the mom says at one point like to to her daughter Amy, "I gave you life. Give me your youth and your body." And it's like, damn. Yeah, that's some rough, Ugh. some rough stuff, you know. It is really like I. It's a legitimately creepy episode because you don't often see a lot of sh- like shows of any kind that delve into the resentment that parents have towards their children and like the freedom that you have, relatively speaking, as a kid. Even though you're in the most confining environment, which is like outside of prison and things like that. Like a high school is an extremely uh, confined and hierarchical space, and like the the mom, as it turns out, clearly like longs for this as, as like to relive it basically, 
Yeah, and then it's like sort of echoed in Buffy and her mom and how her mom has this idea that doing your book would make her more popular. <laughs> Which is like the saddest mom that was thing. ridiculous. I was oh like, oh, Joyce, no. <laughs> Joyce, Come why? on. <laughs> I feel like, oh, Joyce is going to be a recurring uh, theme in this podcast. Yeah. Like, I, I, I said this last time, and it, I, I, like, I still think that the actress who plays Joyce is awesome, and she is the best sort of, like, well-meaning she's great the mommiest mom she's so perfect like trying but like also not that great at it but like you, you're like oh joyce okay but, yeah but but no <laughs> but no <laughs> but yeah yearbook no thank you right so i think like the beginning of this opens up with you know buffy really wants to try out to be a cheerleader and there's this whole question of her it like from giles like is she able to be a cheerleader and a slayer at the same time? And Giles thinks like, absolutely not. Um, what do you guys think about that? Uh, mm. it, yeah, it was tough to like, you know, for, for me, I'm like, well, I'm watching this show. It's called, it's not called Buffy, the, <laughs> the vampire slayer and also cheerleader. <laughs> like, you know, like take your shit seriously. Like this is your job essentially. Like, you know, um, to to like save the planet from from these monsters and stuff, but like I remember like being that age and just like really, you know, I used to do like theater and all that stuff, and it was like how I fit in with you know friends and things like that, and it, like there was a lot of like communal aspect of it too. So it wasn't really just like oh I did this because it was fun. Like that was obviously an aspect of it, but like it it built a community and also like. A, a set of social learning skills that you know I carry to this to this day you know so I understand her desire to like want to do this like it it ripples and has more effects of just like it's more than just being on the cheerleading yep. squad it's like it's a huge social component yeah and it's like setting the tone for her like new life in Sunnydale you know like she yeah she burned down a gym in LA and <laughs> It was the gym, right? Actually, I didn't even think about that. She burned down the gym in L.A., and now she wants to cheerlead in the gym in Sunnydale. In the Ooh. gym, yeah. yeah. She, you would think, like, she wants to burn it down. the principal would be like, uh, I don't know about she that. She wants to burn it down in a different way with her with cool her, yeah. moves. Yeah, with her fire moves. <laughs> with the jock jams, which I, like, <laughs> just wrote on my notes twice. Oh, my God, the jock jams. <laughs> jock jams, they went really hard. They did. It was, uh, it was great to see. Um, what I was, what I was very, I like confused by is why is Buffy not a better cheerleader? Yeah. She's not like, great. She, <laughs> not she's, great. she's a slayer. She has yeah, like, she can do moves. like parkour and shit. Yeah. yeah. Because, because her moves are not built towards like aesthetic, uh, you know, like aesthetic aims. It's, it's, it's getting the job done of slaying yeah oh so they're more utilitarian exactly. right mm -hmm. yes okay okay uh she needs to go to uh uh, uh suspiria dance school and i'm just i'm just trying to make kate mad <laughs> by bringing up that movie. well i no, i love suspiria the original one <sighs> yeah but, but not the new one i like no. them both because you can like two things in different ways no you can't no, <laughs> no you can only like one thing and it has to be their the first one yeah exactly yeah. 
<laughs> I actually would like, as a side note, to like talk about that, that those two movies on this podcast at some point because oh that would rule yeah uh anyway moving on from my <laughs> irrelevant jab at kate for no good reason uh it's fine yeah like i i do really like um how this episode kind of introduces like witchiness to the buffy universe too which wasn't like it's it's implied but isn't as explicit to this point which is like what episode three but like they, it, it, it's an, it's very important part of the mythos of Buffy, and I think it's often approached in like ways that were in, more interesting than than normal for the time. Um, like it, it's, it's definitely like the classic sort of like it's about empowerment. There's potential for abuse of power. It's definitely more focused on abuse of power in this episode than later in the show yeah for sure but you're right though like um you know this was i mean i guess post satanic panic but like you know people were not thrilled about their kids like wearing black and being witches and in high school at this period (laughs) i mean maybe they're still not i don't know but it, it was pretty like I, I remember it was definitely frowned upon in my school like there there was the goth there was like the goth slash juggalo kind of <laughs> o- overlap group like it, it'd be like kids are like one day they're wearing a cure shirt next day they're wearing like a corn shirt you're like okay this doesn't make sense but also i, I get it like yeah <laughs> the goth to juggalo pipeline <laughs> and i mean and, you know lots of makeup it runs strong yeah I get it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> An aversion to the sun. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> a love of Fago. Is that what it is? Yes, it is Fago. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was Shasta. No, that's Fago. <laughs> it's definitely Fago. Um, Those juggalos, they really love their tab. <laughs> they just they just love to bathe in Mr. Pib. <laughs> um. I don't know why this just came that I just thought about this, but I went to a grocery store um, near my aunt's house in New Hampshire and they had fake versions of Mountain Dew called Mountain Lion. And oh, I, hell yeah. yeah. Cool. And it was so cool. cool. Yeah. And I, they had a fake Mr. Pib and I don't remember what it is anymore. Oh, man. Mr. Yeah, Squid. I, think... I don't know. Monsieur <laughs> Pib. Yeah, yeah, Monsieur. Um, yeah, I think I think every grocery store has their own like proprietary. Yeah, I remember. I think Publix or Winn Dixie maybe is like Mountain Thunder or something Ooh. like that. I do love yeah, that. Those that's, are all good. That's a thing that like I like Aldi is just ninety percent things that are obvious knockoffs of other things. Yeah, and like <laughs> that's a weird carve out in I think trademark law where it's just like. Yeah, it's like an equivalent product, and so you can just kind of pretend to be that product, and it's fine. And like, actually, that should be just the rule. Like, yeah, every every store just has a different uh, Dr Pepper, and they all have like kind of doctory names and whatever. You just know that's the that's the sort of pl- <laughs> professor. Yeah, like that's the plum tasting <laughs> professor Peppy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's all kind of the same thing. They all have equally dumb names, and that's communism to me. So. <laughs> exactly you heard oh, it here <laughs> can't wait can't wait oh my goodness so so 
what, 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 sorry, one one thing that I thought was really interesting was that they this was the episode where they really established like a secondary, I mean spoilers, but temporary um, sort of um, sympathetic character for Buffy and the science teacher. Yes. Oh, thank you for yes. Yep. No wait. It was oh wait, eight. isn't that the la- the next episode? Oh, is that the next one? I oh shit! Think it's yeah, the you're next right. Next one, yes. Okay, okay. Uh, well, okay. Edit, we'll come back to producer that. Producer Tim, edit this out. But yeah, edit that out. I don't want <laughs> yeah, to talk it. about it I'm, until I'm, okay. <laughs> Great. Until got next episode. Um, I guess I guess what I wanted to talk about this one was what what happened to Amy after her. So her mom gets like vaporized right she goes through she goes to like she tries to cast a spell on giles i think and he opens up a mirror or something and so she casts it on herself which i I don't know how that works like i don't i you know i don't know much about witchery but i don't think that's i don't think that's how that works that fucking looney tunes so i think she tried (laughs) like he painted a he painted a (laughs) a um oh go ahead no, I was I was just gonna make a terrible joke. He painted a tunnel on the side of the wall, and she ran right into it. Like, it was just very dumb. No, and like, but I love that though. Like, I like I, I legit was just like, that's a great way to get out of this this episode. It's just like, okay, so I think what happened was, it turns out, Amy, uh, the cheerleader who has is is witching people, is actually her mom, who's like switched bodies with her for a long time and at the end of the episode the mom is forced back into her body and then tries to send uh buffy into like some like curse zone yeah yeah like the the see-through zone yeah and then i think buffy like makes a mirror fall down from the ceiling as you do and like that bounces the the curse back at the mom who is then trapped forever inside of a a trophy with the dumbest eye. Uh, oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> with the yeah. horrible eye animation. Yeah. Like you needn't have bothered. You could have done it with like a audio and that's it. And it was like, it was yeah. like, like, gr- like eyes soup moving around, superimposed on top of a trophy. Um, it, yeah, it was goofy Looney Tunes shit, but also like cool. I don't know. Like it's, Yeah, I mean that's yeah. legit kind of scary. Oh yeah. To be stuck in a Yeah, trophy. definitely. Um yeah, I mean that's like and it, and you know, that's what she wanted. She wanted like to be a cheerleader yeah, to and, be immortalized. Yeah. yeah. And she, mm-hmm. and yeah. she got it. Oh, oh, thank you Kate. I didn't even Yes. It's it's the the monkey's paw thing of like <laughs> Yeah. You got exactly what you wanted and not the way you wanted, but maybe it is also like yeah which you're right that is like a theme i think you said this before tim that like that's kind of a theme of witchcraft in media is that like you know everything you wish for comes back to you times three and you know like you ask for too much and you're gonna get punished yeah you get yeah you get it yeah taken back to you so what what i was interested to like think about because at the very end amy you know her i think her dad comes to take care of her now like she's she lives with her dad mm-hmm. um but like what kind of emotions like you literally just watched your mother you know well your your mother terrorized you for this period of time and then literally watched her like get sucked into a a vortex of witchcraftery like how do you 
feel about that afterwards? Like, that was very curious to me. I wanted to, like, know more about, like, her aftermath. I don't know. She seemed pretty chill. <laughs> yeah, she totally yeah. seemed really normal. Yeah. She's like, I'm making brownies. I was like, wow, Amy, you are cold-blooded. <laughs> I mean, also, like, it, it, it would be nice to have a show of some kind. This is not that one, really, where, like... Uh, the absence or like like a an abusive parent going away it, it, it should be treated like like a thing that's complicated but also like it's okay to just be like good you know what I mean like that's just, like, that, that is kind of like a legitimate reaction of like yeah I'm happy they're not around anymore um yeah I mean she I, yeah, did I, take over her body for a while that yeah. kind of sucks yeah I wouldn't I wouldn't appreciate that no. And also, like like we've said already, took it over to do the dumbest thing imaginable. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, true. Take over my body to like, I don't know, uh, 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 blow up a pipeline or something. Like that's fine. I'll, like I accept that. You know what I mean? But like, not not right. Just auditioning to be a cheerleader is a little bit. It's a little rent, basically. Yeah. Really, really is. Um, so and what were some oh, of the yeah. curses that she she did on the so she she was made like second alternate or whatever and the, so there were like four or five people ahead of her. What were the things that she did to the other cheerleaders to get them to drop out? She set someone's hands on fire, right? Mm-hmm. Her pom poms started to smoke. That was really stupid. <laughs> that was exceptionally dumb, and I laughed quite a bit. Um, and then she caused. Oh, was it Cordelia yeah, that went blind, she went right? blind. Yeah. She went blind and almost killed somebody. But she, but yeah. Someone lost their mouth and couldn't speak, oh, which was yeah. really creepy. That was, it, yeah, oh, that was super, like, body horror. Yeah. Like, that was, like, borderline Cronenbergian. I was like, I don't know if I like that. I also really liked the Cordelia scene because it felt like it was, like, blindness, but also with kind of, like... So, I... Uh, I... I'm somebody who's had a lot of anxiety in their life and it felt like it was sort of like a I'm stumbling through my anxiety and no I shouldn't do this but I have to do it because it's expected of me kind of moment mm. like yeah she had a very weird almost like a slow transition into that where it's like it wasn't just that she was going blind but like she was also like kind of losing her like um not sentience but like she was like kind of going into like a dream state yeah. almost because the way she was like talking to the driver's ed teacher, she was like, I don't think I should do this yeah. today. Yeah. And I was like, I don't, it, it, it wasn't very clear what was happening to her. It really felt like a imperfect commentary on like a mix of mental health things. And like, I, re- I really like that scene. Um, I like the body horror thing. That was fine, but it felt very like tossed off and cheap. Like it was like, okay, this is like, it's not as interesting basically. Yeah, like they yeah, put a prosthetic over some chick. And we also right. don't know who that person is, you know. Yeah, we didn't establish who that was. We didn't spend time with that character. And also we didn't la- we didn't stay in that scene very long. Yeah, it's true. It kind of goes in and out. And then yeah, with Cordelia, it's like it's interesting because she tries to show herself as this like perfect, confident, most popular girl in school, and she kind of has a like that moment is she's you know, sort of faltering and doesn't know what's going on with her. Which is cool because it, she's a character that 
could have easily been a simple mean girl character for the entire first season and isn't. Yeah. Like pretty much right away. Um, yeah. Yeah. She even says something to the effect of like, you know, when she's talking to Amy in the um, locker room or something, she's talking about like, this is her ambition. It's her dream to be a cheerleader, which again, is like fucking why, but <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm not going to, you know, poo poo somebody's dream and their uh, ability to achieve their ambitions. But like, it, it was very interesting to see her be like, this is what I want. And I, you know, I'm confident in my ability to like take the things that I want and to do the things that I want to do. So I was like, okay, there was a little, it was, it was a little bit more, it went a little deeper into just being like, I'm popular. So I have to be head cheerleader or whatever. It was like a driving motivation for her. Mm hmm. And then I guess the last thing is Buffy sort of becomes like a little drunk and then gets drunker as the day yeah, goes it's, on. It's, it's a drunk it's a drunk curse, basically. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Oh my god. She gosh. just starts off it's it's funny too because like her be, the beginning of her drunk curse is like she did too much coke and then she like gets drunk because she's like super wild. <laughs> super peppy. Yeah. yeah. Like singing Macho Man over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> As we all do when we're drunk. Like yeah. we just we just we, we sing oh, we yeah. sing the hits of the classic seventies uh, band the the Macho Boys. That's who did that, is that song. Is that it? It's, okay. It's, it's, it's you called, know, you know that's not they're it. They're called the Macho Boys. You know that's not Um they did that that's Tim, you know that's not you know that's wrong. Uh they did that song uh in, in in the military and they did no um, well no another song called why not nacho macho (laughs) (laughs) that's horrible i'm sorry it's my fault for starting this bit (laughs) it is it is (laughs) i actually like believed you for a second and was like i always thought that was a wrestling song but i don't know anything about wrestling Let Leslie knows me well enough to be like, Tim's doing a bit and he doesn't know what he's doing and it's fine. <laughs> just let just let it play out. Can <laughs> I can I have an aside a, a quick aside? Of course. I, I don't know anything about wrestling, but my stepfather played saxophone on the um World Wrestling Federation album. Really? That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty wow. cool. And that's super old school because they have not been called that for quite some it's time, true. if I remember correctly. It's true. So, wow. nice claim what to a, fame. What a fun little, yeah. I know. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> did it? Did Angel show up in this episode at all? I don't think I he don't did. I don't think so. I, We're still trying to figure him out at this yeah. point. Like, we don't know what he, what or who he I, is. I assumed there would be more information earlier, but there isn't. Uh I also like we haven't talked about doing spoilers for the show in the show that we're doing right now, which is the show you're listening to, the podcast. Uh, can we just say what Angel is, or should we wait? Is it not obvious to people who are listening to this? I mean, yeah, the show's like what twenty yeah. years old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's so, okay. <laughs> a- Angel's a brooding vampire who is has a soul. Like he he's like yeah, he's like good. Yeah. He, he has had his humanity returned to him, which is a, a, a form of torment to the vampiric class. 
Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and th- he, he comes on the show and does noir type stuff and then disappears. He really does. He really does yeah. like a very like, uh, yeah, like coming out of the under the street yeah, line yeah. Yeah. in the fog. And it's like, OK, yeah. and we get it, David. Yeah. You haven't grown into your eyebrow ridge yet. <laughs> we get it. <laughs> Which actually God, helps so out prominent. really well. I can't for... like deal with it. I mean, it's good for vampire makeup, though. Yeah, yeah, they've got a good base to go. Maybe on. he was cast for his forehead. Yeah, <laughs> eyebrow. Ridge. Yeah, I mean, he does. He eventually grows into it. Like when he was on, I think he was on Bones. Yeah, right. Yeah, yes. show Bones. He's like way wicked hot in that. But here, he's just like I don't know. He's just too Easter Island heady. <laughs> No offense, David. I think you're great and you're a tremendous. Yeah, actor, also but... a Philly hometown hero. Oh, yeah. Philly boy. Yeah, Philly okay. boy. Um, so I have a question. Um, this is something that when Joyce and Buffy are talking about, you know, just sort of I guess what happened and um, you know, her being a high school student, uh, Joyce asks if she if or no, Buffy asks, I guess, if um Joyce wishes that she were 16 again ever. And um, Joyce says absolutely not. But I was wondering if if y'all ever wish that you were 16 again. Oh, that's a good question. Uh, I guess, so let's establish some parameters. Do I know mm-hmm. what I mm-hmm. know now? Ooh. Yeah, sure. Yes. Okay. Probably not because if I if I have that information and I'm 16 and I literally can't do shit about it, I'd probably feel really terrible. <laughs> so, I'm going to say no. Fair. Oof. <laughs> so, I don't want to relive being that age because it was fucking terrible. Like I was I hated high school so much uh cuz I a fan of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, so you should be able to, <laughs> to like, uh, ex- extract that information from that fact. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, th- there are times I-, I would love to go back to, like, young Tim and be like, hey, y- you're a pretty dope person, and you should also just, like, worry less about what people think of you and, like... <laughs> just chill. Be- I mean, not even chill, just, like, don't overanalyze everything or like try not to but also would that work imagine like okay so like you're a 16 year old a future version of yourself comes to tell you that (laughs) you should be more chill and that's the one problem you i I would be like yo this is like a demon and i'm not gonna listen to them (laughs) that's 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 a trick i'm gonna be way less chill now that's funny. You know what's funny is um, high school was not that bad for me. Definitely middle school. Yeah, middle school, yeah, middle school. Yeah, worst. Yeah. I think by high school, I like found my group of friends. I started doing theater at the end of my like middle school like career. <laughs> um, so I like had a niche. You know, I had a hobby and like a niche thing that I was doing. So I think I like grooved in high school but damn middle school fucking sucked if you're going if you're listening to this and you're in middle school first of all don't um and secondly like god bless you because y'all are going through some things yeah middle school is the worst um (laughs) i was actually a cheerleader which is pretty weird 
I know. What? Um, in middle it's, school. It, it's not, though, because a lot of people that I knew who are, like, goth or goth adjacent had cheerleading phases. Like, that was not unusual yeah. for my school. Because, like, it's, it's, it's an aesthetic. It's a thing you can try on, which, like, overlaps with gothness in some ways of, like, trying on... Like it's 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 I don't know I'm not, I'm speaking for you I apologize but no like, I yeah, hear that yeah 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 I think I just wanted to yeah you're right I like wanted to try on being popular and it it like spoiler it did not make me more popular <laughs> um, I think it made me less popular because people were like who is this weirdo who thinks she's like gonna be popular um, <laughs> like I was a tryhard but. I would say so that was like eighth grade I think and then by ninth grade I had like cut up my cheerleading uniform and was like wearing it with fishnets and stuff like that hell yeah yeah. hell yeah Yeah. that's fantastic so I still have my cheerleading sweatshirt somewhere in this house yeah I was a a wild cat so oh nice Do we want to talk about the next episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Yes. Yes, because apparently I have a lot to say. Uh-huh. Oh, I, I can't was in wait. The wrong segment. <laughs> but also, I, I know why you brought that up because that's like one of the most affecting parts of early Buffy. It really was. Yeah. Okay, so, so I'll I'll take a stab at, at recapping this. So Buffy had Buffy's to, you know, kind of getting into the groove of things. Um, this is also very Xander heavy, um, which we will talk about, I hope, because I have a lot of um, complicated feelings about this. Um, and uh, their science teacher goes missing, apparently, and is uh, replaced by a substitute teacher who turns out to be this really hot, like, older lady. And uh, Xander and all the boys in Buffy's class immediately fall in love with her. And it turns out, spoiler alert, she's a big bug, (laughs) specifically a praying mantis. Um, So there's a lot of those tropes about, you know, the females eating the heads off the males while they're mating and all this stuff. And and then um, I think what boys start to go missing. Yes. After hanging out with her. Um, One of the gross jocks that are that's uh, like the worst dude on the planet um there's a scene of him talking about like how many chicks yeah. he's been with and like blah, blah blah uh he gets kidnapped at some point xander gets kidnapped at some point um and then buffy comes to save the day yep. revealing that both of them are virgins because this particular bug only feasts on virgin males yes <laughs> and that's so all that all that shit that that jock was talking about was complete like bluster and that's the worst thing you could be it's so the it's it's so gross it's the worst uh like don't do it yeah just don't do it don't be a virgin just don't be a virgin (laughs) well no i mean yeah okay but (laughs) protect your treasure you know yeah please that's all you have really after after that you're ruined uh um I did not. I'm not saying that. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. I am not saying that. <laughs> We're fighting about virginity now. On this yeah, podcast. we could talk about. I mean, we could talk about how virginity is a construct if we if we really wanted to. We should. I mean, like this yeah. this, this episode is definitely like I I think this episode's a lot about. This is really dopey, but like the 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 goofy male competition to not be a virgin at that age and like 
sort of the episode kind of like uh, punishes that and also the idea of it in a way that's like doesn't really work for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like also this sort of like hot for teacher stuff, basically, like is just like that's goofy 90s stuff. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's an admixture of like this kind of like critique of male, uh, like the male gaze and male aggressiveness with this sort of like, I don't know, like they're guilting the the characters who get abducted for it and also kind of like excusing them in ways that don't make sense at the same time. Yeah, no, you're right. It's not very successful as like a critique, you know. Um, I, because I'm a nerd, looked up uh, the term that Giles used, the kleptus Virgo um, (laughs) is what she's known as. Yeah, virgin thief. Yeah. That made me laugh so loud. I was like, I can't, I can't deal with that. (laughs) So I Googled it, and, like, the only thing that came up was this episode. <laughs> okay, so that's so just a completely, real. like, bullshit. Okay, yes, um, good. Okay, Which is, like, kind of interesting, because there are lots of, like, mi- like mythologies and monster stories about, like, hot women yeah. luring men to their death, you know? And I'm, oh, like, yeah, and, like, universally, too. Yeah, yeah. and, like, what? why you did know. they make something? It's just interesting that they made something up. It's like not an effective aesthetic either. Like, so she transforms from a praying mantis into a hot woman to be a teacher at a school. (laughs) Well, that's where you get virgins. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to get virgins. That part makes sense, right. But, like, the the, the transformation could be a lot more subtle and it would, like, be more effective. Yeah. Um, I, I don't get why, like, it has to be so, like, predatory on her part. But... I don't know, I'm just she's just always ready for it. Yeah. She's just twenty four seven. Yeah, <laughs> like down, down bad. Is that what they're saying these days? Yeah, yes. down, down bad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm a hundred and four. So <laughs> Leslie's a vampire. Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all are, just at different ages. Oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm seventeen. Um, <laughs> I got turned into the best. I won't age. reveal my age. Fair, oh, so coy, <laughs> classic Kate. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Uh, uh, yeah, as a uh, as another Kleptus Virgo, I will not, I will not reveal my age. We got to stick together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so speaking of which, our, <laughs> an apparently recurring segment on this show is me asking uh, <laughs> Leslie and Kate how old an actor or actress was. It's the same thing. Gender's fake. Uh, and <laughs> then they they have to guess, and then I reveal how their age. I don't think you said that their age. Did I say their age? I thought I said their age. Yeah, I reveal. I, I ask. I okay. ask their age, and then y'all guess, and then I reveal their age after okay. a, a discussion of sorts. Um, so how old do you think the actress or actor who played uh the praying mantis? teacher hottie was at the time this was recorded at the time okay so 97 maybe 34 i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna say 38 
eight. They were born in 1952. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. So, what? Can someone do the math I, real quick? Uh-oh. What is that? <laughs> so we should really be prepared <laughs> yeah. for this. Also, I take it back. I read the long I, I read the total. I read the wrong one. It was 1963. Oh, okay. That makes so oh, much okay. more yeah. sense. Sorry. Yeah, Sorry. I started to say, Sorry. like, what is she eating? Yeah. Uh, I have to know. No. She's eating crickets. So sixty three. So 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 they were like thirty four. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Wow, you got it right on the nose. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Really good. Um, I ruined one of these. So I'm gonna like dump that one. Uh, <laughs> how do you think the actress who played Amy was in the previous episode? Hmm. Uh, I'm gonna say twenty six. Yeah, I'll say twenty. Five. Oh, you do I don't that know. Price is yeah, right sorry. bullshit. She's twenty five dollars and twelve cents. <laughs> From what I can tell, not clear how old Amy Madison is. Whoa, a mystery. She's a vampire. She's an yeah. She's yes. an eternal. Yes. Yeah. Um, and that has been Tim badly looks up Wikipedia articles <laughs> and then makes. Leslie and Kate. How old um how old was the jock shithead? What's his name? Billy? Billy. Brandon? I'll look it up now. It's fine. Jason? I don't remember. Uh, I'm gonna look it up. Billy (laughs) typing in Billy Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh boy. I don't think his name is really Billy. Oh no. Oh god, okay. (laughs) No, this is already I'm already turning into dust. (laughs) Sorry. For my vampirism. <laughs> I'll, we'll figure it out. It's fine. Leslie don't, is staking next, next, yeah, next episode. Yeah, yeah, next yeah, episode. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so like this is this is one that I, I remember watching when I was a teen-ish. Yeah, I was teen. I was teen-ish. Um, and I was like, like there is a sort of fear, which I don't think is like a, a cis male thing of, of like, the object of your desire being uh, dangerous, but there's a certain sort of like paranoid aspect to that with with like this type of character where it's like okay, yes, this is like a sort of vagina dentata type thing, mm-hmm. as opposed to being a thing that's based in like real life fear of 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 the uh, the people who might kill you, which is to say like if you're a woman, that's much more likely from a man than the other way around probably. I don't know. Um, I have an interesting... Actually, I looked up this when I was looking up uh, monster stories about about women luring men to their deaths. I found this quote from a critic who wrote, I guess wrote a book about female monsters. And it's, female monsters represent the bedtime stories the patriarchy tells itself. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, oh that's, that's good, right? Good. That's wonderful. Yeah. Rock solid. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's the thing that got me always was just 100%. like, this is like, it, it. I get why it's effective in some ways, but also it rings so hollow because of that. Right. Like it's self-perpetuating, but it's not real. Right. And like, we just kind of keep going and like, it just keeps turning over and over again. But like, like you said, I mean, women are more, you know, cis women are more likely to be killed by like 
a cis man, but one that they know, like a family member, not right. like a yeah. not like a strange a strange bug, yeah. you know, not a monster. <laughs> well, and, it, and it's sort of like the, it's the othering that, like, I, I think that that's part of what I I think. It's part of what I think doesn't work about Joss Whedon's writing is is that he others women in a way that that is is it's not obvious at first right like Mm -hmm. I I was literally gonna say like this is the episode so far that I have seen Joss's like hand yes throughout the whole thing way more than any of the ones that we've watched so far and like that was you know knowing what kind of person he is like that was really really uncomfortable to like process yeah and, and I, I want to circle back leslie you were going to talk about the science teacher because i think that's like a, a really yeah, important part I, of this um, episode like it's it yeah. really was it was really nice to see you know a, another person on buffy's side who you know doesn't know about her you know side you know slayer business like he just really wanted her to excel you know like academically and he like gave this you know rousing speech about like you know don't don't just be smart and like do your best and i know you're capable of it because you you know you have raw ability and it's like oh that was so nice and to like see him get brutally like taken away from her as like a as a like a support system really bummed me out it was really tough to like have him be you know this like character that was like fleshed out so quickly and then immediately like snuffed out yeah I'm very torn about that as a writing choice. Like I, cause it, it is impactful. And I think a lot of times people, including myself, like mistake impactful for meaningful. And, and like, I, I think the writing of that character was really good. Like, like it's, it, it was exaggerated. Like I've never had a teacher who was that much. Like, like I get that you're smart or blah, blah, blah. And like, I'm, you know, I'm here to like, uh, like be your kind of, the. Uh, guardian angel or whatever but like like you're saying leslie like they they set they set this up and ripped it away on purpose to unmoor buffy's character mm-hmm. and also in a way that kind of makes it seem like she doesn't like quite deserve that or something which bums me out like i, I don't know it, it doesn't it's it's impactful but I, I don't think it quite works is is like my takeaway yeah, I've also never had a science teacher who like actually wore like a lab coat. <laughs> I did, so. I did actually. But you have I to... actually had one. I had one. Really? Yes. Okay. But he was. But I, it's just it's just a TV thing. Like, how do you know it's the science teacher if they're not wearing something sciency? Like, okay, we get <laughs> and, it. And legit, he was my favorite like teacher in, in high school. And I hated science in general. Like, I was not a fan. But uh, yeah, I had yeah. the worst science teachers. They just made stunk. me hate yeah. science. Yeah. No. Uh, um, there was a moment though that like bummed me out even more that Giles talks about uh, the teacher who dies and I mean this part's fine he said he was a nice teacher and then he says he was a civilized man yeah which like, like uh, what does that mean <laughs> I hate that and like in as opposed to what well, as opposed Rupert? to a, a she mantis <laughs> Oh yeah, you okay, know? I guess so. What is this? A, a, a friggin' kink song? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. 
Oh, if only. <laughs> what's his, what yeah, is maybe it? that what? was a callback. I don't know. He was. A, he probably yeah. would have been into the Kinks. What is this no. guy? A, a well. Anyway, <laughs> what is he? Some well-respected man about town. Yeah. What is he? A, 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 a follower of fashion? I can't remember that song's name. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> don't, I don't remember that yeah. song. Yeah. But no, yeah, but it, that it was. Me it, out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It. it, it, it yeah, that was super. I mean, super bummed. Like there, there is not really any empathy put towards the the villain of the like, the monster of the week. This feels like an X Files episode. Oh, but like, totally. But like, not as well done as X Files did that stuff because. Mwah, with X Files Monster of the Week episodes for the most part. Um, that was a chef's kiss. I don't know how well that plays on audio, but that was 100% chef's kiss. Could you tell kiss. that it was a chef's kiss? Okay, good. Yeah. I'll, 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 I'll play with it in Foley uh, uh, in post. <laughs> no, because you didn't say Mamma Mia at the no, end. I just said, Mwah, which is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I, th- I think it's a thing where, where like, they're, they're building up a lot of interpersonal sexual tension in the show badly like for the most part uh, yeah. like really badly and so it's like all the boys are horny for this teacher now and it turns out she's a monster who eats them which tells us nothing about anything and like yeah. it just doesn't really work yeah and like you're like x-files monsters of the week have like a certain like pathos like you kind of get you know, they're like, I can't help it. I'm a monster, but yeah. I didn't mean to be, you know? Right. And it's like, I don't think we don't get that at all from no. the She-Mantis. Yeah. No, she just like uh, apparently uh, sent in her resume and cover letter to different schools <laughs> and then <laughs> gets hired. Yeah. How, how did she? I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> well, she's only she's she was only the substitute teacher, and they have much more. Yeah. I don't know what California's laws are like, but but um, she's they she's they will let anybody substitute. They teach, never ask for say. a photo ID or anything. No, you show no. up, you look good, you uh, yeah. can teach science, apparently. Apparently, sure. But You're good just to go. about, but only about bugs. Yeah, it's bugs. <laughs> yeah. Everyone has taken bug science in, in high school. <laughs> you're like you just come in you're like what are you guys learning all right it's gonna be bugs today that's it's it. the clock baby oh it's man roll. They, they gave me a mandible quiz in bug class today <laughs> that was that was whack dude um this brings me to one of my favorite parts when she sits down to eat a cricket sandwich. <laughs> oh, God. And I'm like, that was so gross. Why? She could just eat the crickets. Like, she's yeah, not a person. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't know, understand. Like, just, just pop them like popcorn. Yeah. Like, pop them in your mouth. I don't, I don't know. It was just the visual of it. <laughs> Can we talk about how gross Xander is now? Yeah. I know we've been like right, trying to avoid it, yeah. but he's gross. Just, for I think the we whole just got to dive in yeah. with both feet. Yeah, he sucks. He's terrible. The whole, I mean, the whole episode starts with him having like a fucking like power fantasy wet dream yeah. where he's like really good at guitar and Buffy wants to suck his dick <laughs> on the stage with the bronze. And I'm just like, I hate this. I hate this. I hate everything about this. Like, it makes me so upset that I ever thought that Xander was like a, a a not relatable but like a a character that I felt like I could 
hang out with or and like want to kiss and smooch and stuff and i'm like no i hate i, I mean, hate this he, he's 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 the chandler bing of buffy Ugh. like it's essentially oh, God, that's that's the worst thing anyone's ever said with their mouth <laughs> no but I'm, I'm right though like i'm right i mean you are right yeah, that's no why you it's are so bad. yeah i didn't say that yeah. i didn't say you were i wrong. know no i'm like there uh, I, I i feel i'm proud of myself but also feel sad at this revelation uh <laughs> but like they're that's this they're written very similarly they have similar like orientations towards others they're they're like this like sort of crass 90s sarcastic guy it was like a thing for a really long time that that like Oof, this is a medium post. I apologize, I'm done. But like, you know, like it, it, it's <laughs> like it appealed to people who are young, both like of, of all genders and orientations because it, it made you feel like you were the smart person who was being ignored because you're too clever kind of thing. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he just sort of like bumbles around through things. And I guess we're supposed to find that like charming well we're supposed to find him endearing because as much as he has like the same shitty thoughts about you know girls and things like that and like these weird power trip fantasies unlike the jock bully who's like very confident in himself xander's very much insecure Mm -hmm. like he he says all the time and like in the first episode he talks about like what a loser he is and like especially this episode when he tries to like ask buffy out on a date he's just like oh i'm king dumb of fuck mountain or something i don't forget what he says but he's very down on himself and it's like it's that weird undercutting of the fact that oh yeah no he's still very gross but the fact that he like hates himself as much as he you know has these gross tendencies it's like he's almost endearing and it's like now that i'm older i see past that shit so clearly it's like it it, it's astounding (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and like him losing his mind when like Angel takes his jacket off and you can oh, see yeah. his like rippling muscles. Well, and- which which David Boreanaz did not have at this point. No. no. Like, <laughs> he he was very lanky. Yeah. When he took off that jacket I was like, "Damn, like honey, a- where the rest of it?" Perfectly, yeah, perfectly in shape. Muscle. Like like it's Oh yeah, totally young man. perfectly in shape, but like you know, it, it, these days we we have such blown out proportions of like what <sighs> what is a toned and buff oh, dude totally. that it's like looking back now of like what the concept of like the ideal male body or whatever like is very very different i do like like leslie that was really well said about xander because i think it's a thing where like i look back at the sort of like precursor characters to that and 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 this is overly tossed off so i'm sorry because it's going to be real dumb but like uh, John Cusack's character, like say anything, mm. kind of has that yeah. vibe. Um, yep. And this is gonna be so. It's like that plus Kurt Russell in uh, 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 what's the little China? Uh, that big, big trouble. Tr- yeah, yeah, exactly. So there's like the haplessness of the Kurt Russell character with the sort of like downtrodden, uh, like un- uh, like like. Uh, working class-ish but without really much specificity and like the difference is that in the the uh the character and say anything that like he actually was like a fairly kind person and showed empathy for people and i don't think xander really does that 
Like he has not so far. No. no. Like he's just. If anything, like he, it could be misconstrued that he's like showing empathy for Buffy, but like. The, the thing that was so gross about this episode to me, like, as much as we, as much time as we spent, like, demonizing this, this hot teacher lady, we spent so much time putting Buffy on, like, a weird pedestal. Oh, yeah. And, like, yeah. whatever the opposite of demonizing is, like, the ver- angel tizing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I was just like, oh, this is so gross. Yeah. Like, yep. all of it just made my skin crawl. I felt like I was full of bugs. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what they want you. No, Joss Whedon is not that smart. <laughs> I just want to. I, I want to be full of bugs in the way of that one onion article. That's like a, a guy shows up to be your uh, exterminator, and he turns out he's just like a, a suit full of bugs. He's just a suit full of bugs. Oh, he's oogie boogie. Yeah, that that's fine. That's a nice way to be. I think. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I, like, like, I, I think like Xander's haplessness is the thing that people relate to and then forget that he's just like kind of a gross misogynistic asshole for. Yeah, and I feel show. like that I don't I, I, I want to say that's not as much of a trope now, which is nice. But like, dude, in the 90s, like that was all that we had. So like, like can't hardly wait was was uh, the guy the main guy from that movie oh maybe you know was, came to mind he was like yeah just so like neurotic and like but just as gross as everybody else like ugh, i don't know i'm glad that we've like moved away from that yeah i have a, I have a, I have a boner but i'm sad so it's okay that i have a boner yeah i'm i'm crying it's like well yeah i want like yeah yeah like i want to defile this girl who i don't have any you know, pre pre-established relationship beyond just like looking at her hair. Um, but the difference between me and the jock is that like, I use my tears as lube. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'll take the jock. I'll take the jock. I mean, honestly. Yeah. Like at least, at least he, toss you, around. you know, I'm not, I'm not going to say got to hand it to him, but at least he knows what he's about. Yeah. Not this jock because he does lie. That's um, true. And it's revealed that he's a virgin the entire right. time. Um, but like, you know, oh, stand in your truth, chase your bliss, own your shit. If you're going to be a complete douchebag, the very least you can do is own it. Yeah. Well, that is like one of the best things about the episode is that Xander and the jock are revealed to be like equally pathetic and right. worthless at the end of the episode, basically. <laughs> like, yeah, because like, Buffy yeah. has to save them. Yeah. Like they can't do anything for themselves. Yeah, they're both virgins. <laughs> Which is the again the worst I, yeah, thing the you worst, can be. The worst. Yeah. Horrible. <laughs> you're, you're, you're... No, I don't espouse this. No, I <laughs> I don't believe that. But I do no, have I to say, no. when when I was a teenager, I also was like desperately trying to lose my virginity. But <laughs> um, but now I don't believe in the concept. So Mm-mm. whatever. Almost like it's a construct that it's it is almost like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yes, as a as a teen, um, it was very important to me. Um so this episode kind of stunk, is how I feel about it. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I enjoyed the tension at times. I am like I don't know. Like I I I legitimately am still bummed about the science teacher being like built up and off 
Like that. Yeah. And like, I get the, I get the move as a a writing thing, but also I'm just like, it feels like it's a little bit intentionally depriving your main character of like a support person because you don't know how to write that kind of. Yeah. Like if you're going to make, I mean, he, he was obviously like a plot mover, but, like, if you're going to make a plot mover character, don't make him so compelling and, like, a character that we want to spend right. more time yeah. with. Like, <laughs> yeah. You should just make a kind of, like, John Everyman that, like, when he gets his head bitten off, we're just kind of like, eh, okay. Or, or like, if it's if that's going to be a thing, then do more of that kind of writing in the show, right? Like, this, this yeah. like, one-off character is important or could be, but this world is, is evil and chaotic, so they just they get killed because it's not fair. Like, but yeah, it's it's a little just like mm, flippant, I guess. Yeah, I agree. Um, other thoughts about this episode and where we're at in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the television show. Uh. Oh, it really bothered me um, when Xander was pretending to play guitar because it was like very clear that he was <laughs> like. Um, <laughs> It was very clear that, like, they were cutting to somebody who actually knows how to play. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, boy, what you doing? Yeah. <laughs> I just noticed shit like that. And I was like, I know for sure your hands are not that hairy, sir. <laughs> Those are somebody else's hands. Um, I Oh, did we talk about the puppet? Because the puppet mantis was probably oh. the best part of the whole. It was good. <laughs> Episode. When you saw the puppet, yeah. I was like, "Who?" God, I love like practical effects. That was like, a great. Yeah. It, it was. It was really good. Like, I, I as much as that whole idea was bad, that part of it ruled. Yeah, it looked like it was out of a, uh, like a Disney parade, like a just, just moving, just so stiltily. It was like an extra from Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> I will did always she talk. Want... I can't remember. She she did she talk. She had like yeah, a yeah. modulated voice. She was like, right? "Why don't you kiss me, big boy?" Uh... <laughs> like, <gasps> yeah, but it sounded <gasps> like it was coming out of like three different mouths. It was it was very bizarre. Hot. <laughs> yeah, like, so I'm hot. totally into it. I mean, though, is, is, is she single though? Because oh, she's she's always single. She's, actually, she's polyamorous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There we go. <laughs> how did they? How did they kill her? I don't remember. Oh. They used. I don't remember. They used the hand, right? The slasher hand. Maybe. Right. What happened? Oh, I, don't I don't remember. How did she yeah. die? Oh, no. <laughs> this episode stinks. It's such a bad one. It's yeah. really bad. Such a bad episode. Like, no, no, no. There, I remember there was like a B plot where this vampire oh, had right. like scissor hands. A uh, fork. A and fork so, for a hand. Yeah, fork for hands. Oh, a that's hand. right. And they made somehow they got him into her house yeah they made him like slash her to pieces because that was like the only way to fully kill her right and he and she was such a like strong demon that he was afraid of her yeah that's okay. right because because he was all like, men yeah. all men are afraid of her vampire or human yeah yeah absolutely the 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 <laughs> Praying mantis lady who only reveals her form when she has you trapped in her basement. After she's given you a martini. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was the. I loved that part. They should really just. Th- this great. episode should be called Hoffer Teacher, frankly. Yeah. Yeah. If we're being honest, uh, <laughs> it's just that dumb Van Halen song, but with more fear of women <laughs> wrapped into it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my la- I guess my last thought, too, is they, they, like, sort of set it up for, like, a sequel. Yeah. But <laughs> Oh, that's right, because she, like, laid a bunch of eggs in, in the science yeah. classroom. Yeah, yeah. And one of them was, like, about to open up. Oh. It's like the, the, the uh, finale of the first season of Star Trek The Next Generation, where it's like... Oh, here we go. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'll keep it brief. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, it's like it's like it's it's an episode about the just like my, the brain controlling worm things that are like the big bads. They're set up to be the big bads of the season, and then they're just like they killed the 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 queen mother, and then nothing is heard from them ever again. Like it's like it's set up to be like they, we killed the, the 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 queen, and then they sent a message to their brood elsewhere. And they're gonna come. They never came, ever, never ever. Oh, it's like, um, like the White Walkers. Yes, they're just like, yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah, it's it fine. Was really easy, actually. Yeah, it just, turns out. Just get the king. It's all over. Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Video game logic is bad. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, this was fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, this was great. Yeah. I'm glad I got some of that Xander moop out. Oh yeah, yeah. We had to get it out. It was it was bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was a bad one. I don't like him. No. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I want to say he gets better. Like I feel like he gets more. He gets better until he gets worse. Yeah. Yeah. He gets better yes. until he gets way yeah. worse. Yeah. I, 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 so there's gonna be a brief peak in the valley. I have a lot of feelings about the 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 Xander Anya the the period oh yeah that's a real thing and looking forward to talking about that because that's the thing where it's like <laughs> feels like an actual relationship in some ways in a way that like i used to relate to and now don't because i'm like that's not actually how a relationship is people, yeah, yeah that's not how people no, interact <laughs> no no yeah uh but yeah this is fun yeah awesome all right all right next time Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.